before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA-developed Outlast Technology temperature-regulating shirts from Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA-approved Outlast Technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature, so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experienced less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics? Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us, all our listeners out there. We're loving it. We're having so much fun, right, Tor? We're having so much fun, aren't we? It is fun. You know what? I've, what? I'm having a really good time watching the episodes, and I've been doing it with you, and I've also been doing it alone. And it's just, it takes me right back to... What, then the moment that we were shooting it and, and maybe I can't remember a lot of things but when I watch it it's like I'm there again so Aww. I 
Aww. it's really making triggering me but in a good way so you watch it by yourself and you watch it with me so do you choose you or do you choose me Oh, I have more fun when I watch it with you, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sis, who do you watch it with? You're still watching with your husband? Kind of, yeah. But he's like, he's not committing all the way. Oh my God. Okay, we're going to have to talk to him about this. So he, he comes out. in and out. Like it's not, he's not really sitting down and watching mm-hmm. it with me. But also we have two young twins. So he has to kind of be watching them at the same time too. Oh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week's episode is... Um, What's it called, sis? It's called Every Dream Has Its Price. And it actually uh, came out October 18th, 1990. Want me to read a little synopsis? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, let's hear that. Brenda's new friend has a problem in which (gasps) Brenda suddenly finds herself included. (gasps) Meanwhile, Brandon gets a job and Cindy gets a maid against her wishes. She's not happy about that maid. (laughs) I don't know that much about this episode because I I wasn't I didn't experience it firsthand because I wasn't in it. Where where were you? I'm okay. So I, out of, I don't remember this. I don't. I didn't tell you. So we were just getting to know each other, and out of ten seasons, this is the only episode I missed, and it's because I got drum roll please a nose job. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode. And it heals and you come back by the next episode. Now I can't wait to watch the next episode. I don't remember, but apparently it did. And uh, my mom wouldn't let me get a nose job till I was 16. And I was not 16 in the pilot. So that's why I couldn't do it over summer or not summer, but our break. So this was the first available. Because I'm like, well, why wouldn't we wait for like Christmas break or something? But uh, Yeah. Wait, you wanted a nose job or your mom wanted you to have a nose job? You're dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Um, just asking the questions. I wanted to get a nose job and my mom was super supportive. So uh, I did it and uh, the first episode, well, the pilot in the first episode, I guess, I did not have my nose done. And now looking back, I'm like, I wish I I wish I would have waited and I think that is something it, it, the takeaway from my children are like wait wait to your past your formative years wait till you're adjusted in your own body to be comfortable with your own body to know what you want because at 16 it probably sounded like a good idea all my friends were getting them and I look back at my nose and I'm like I don't see what was wrong with my nose so I don't I wouldn't have done it it's yeah. almost like you did it just because you wanted to find something wrong with it because it was just so normal for people around you to get nose jobs. Which I, P.S. is not yeah. normal, normal. <laughs> to begin with. No, I feel like, you know, in Beverly Hills and Bel Air where I grew up, like it, it was at my yeah. high school. All the girls were getting it. And Kelly Taylor got one. So, exactly. Yep. I did think my nose was a little wide. I think that's why I did it. I mean, nowadays you go in and they have not injectables that they can adjust your nose you don't have to have surgery like things are just so different but I just wish I wouldn't have done it because people always say to me why do you always turn to the side and the reason I turn to the side is because my nose is crooked and it wasn't crooked when before I got it done and I do not like my front view so because it is slightly askew I always turn to the side and that's something I've done forever and it's you know it wears it's, it's hard. exhausting for, for me. you. I mean, because <laughs> I'm not allowed to stand on your 
right side. I always have to be on your left side. This is correct. But and and I just want everyone to know that that's not my good side. Oh, so you sacrifice. I sacrifice my good side. I'm going on record. She is perfectly symmetric. <laughs> I am not. Nobody is. We, Tori, I can't even side. I can't even see symmetric. what you're saying. I can't. You, you're my, looking at me straightforward right now, and it looks perfect. But it's know. possibly a little more in my brain than it really was, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something that I, I don't think I should have done at 16. Definitely, I didn't know what I was doing, and mm-hmm. and if I had to do over, I wouldn't have done. Well, there are a lot of things I wouldn't have done, but you know. Life. We can get into that when later. Yeah. Young, when you're young, you do crazy things. So I wasn't like, there for that episode. You had yeah. other friends. I know I had other friends. Bad I influences. Was, right? I was saying we do crazy things when we're younger, and Brenda jumps right into that crazy cuckoo Beverly Hills pool when she gets k- tangled with Tiffany in this episode. It is weird that Dawn is not there. Looking back, but. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll see a, a new nose, so you know oh, we got we got a new character wait. to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode that I am not in, <laughs> let's talk about it. Did you even watch this episode that you're not no. in? Since you weren't in it, <laughs> she fast forwarded. I can't commit. No, uh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watched it. All I right. did like the Cliff Notes version of this episode, and fact, like when it first came out, this was I didn't watch it. No. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we dive more into it? Let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll get into the shoplifting and the lessons. You know, there's always a lesson at the end of each episode, which is I I appreciated that. I wanted to educate the people. Yeah. It's like an after school special. (laughs) Always. In Beverly Hills. We'll be right back. We all need a makeup refresh from time to time. I know I like to switch things up when it comes to my makeup routine and Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup if you're ready to try a new look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply, which really helps when you don't have a lot of time on your hands. I love their Liquid Lash Extension Mascara. No clumps, no smudges, and... Their formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I really like their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's so easy to apply, and it gives you an instant eye pick-me-up. Plus, for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. You can't beat that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, medics, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly 
Surely of note are the Chub Rub Shorts, ingeniously crafted with a moisture-wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing. Perfect for every season. These shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes, offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts. Whether you are at the gym, hiking, or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress, they are your ideal companion. Remember, dear listener, the more you snag, the more you save. With free shipping on select orders, don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts crafted with NASA-developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenic's temperature-regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenic's for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenic's temperature-regulating performance wear. 90210 OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Have either of you ever shoplifted? You can tell me. I think when I was a little girl, I took a candy bar from the grocery store. Mm, and I showed my dad bar. right when we got in the car. Like I was, it's in yeah. my head. I was like proud of myself or something. And he made me walk back inside and give it back to them. And that was my only memory of ever doing something like that. I took oh. a lollipop from the teacher's desk 
because I was dared to at school, <laughs> but I got in trouble. I haven't shoplifted. I've had that happen with one of my daughters, but um, just like a little like testing the waters yeah, mm-hmm. and then learning the lessons, sort of what happened with Brenda and Cindy. There's so much. Sis, really that's what we have to look forward to, girls growing up. Mm-hmm. Testing the waters. Oh, testing the waters. I'm super close they, to it. They already do. Mine's too. And she already gets <laughs> under my skin. It's like, how? You are a third of my size. I feel like it's crazy, though, that this character, Tiffany, comes out of nowhere. I mean, well, the show just started, so I guess all the characters are kind of coming out of nowhere. <laughs> but I feel like she just comes out of nowhere and... and and she's the my old best friend. I don't know. It just felt really weird. And like, but then, because I, I don't remember what happened. So when in watching the episode, I was like, I don't feel like they're very good friends. I think something's going on there. Mm-hmm. Then come to find out Kelly doesn't really like her anymore. Do you think Tiffany was supposed to be a, a character? Maybe like... Yeah, what was your dad doing at this time? Do you think he was just testing new to talent see? out to see like what would stick, who he liked on camera best? I don't remember. I was under the knife, so I have no <laughs> idea, but maybe. I feel like also Luke wasn't, Dylan wasn't in the show very much at all. Like yeah, only just, a couple scenes maybe? Yeah, a little bit. I wonder and why that was. I feel like they were probably trying to figure out what to do with him and how they liked him, all those things that, you know, went on. Mm-hmm. Would you guys film an episode just like from start to finish or would you do pieces for other future episodes and then piece it all together? Mm-mm. No, wow. we, yeah, it was, we do one episode at a time. You kind of mix it up. Maybe you do the beginning or the end or the middle first or uh-huh. whatever, but right. however it works. But uh, yeah, all the way through, usually like seven to 10 days for one episode. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, 7 to 10 hours, no way. 7 to 10 days. <laughs> but then realistic. they started adding like a crazy number of episodes in later seasons. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we would shoot 34 episodes a year. When the usually last, it's... The last episode being like a two-hour finale. Right. When wow. usually one season is like 22, right? 20, yeah. 22 so we episodes. did double ups, but we'll get into that. Those were two episodes filming at the same time. Yeah. And it was insane hours. It Thank was. God we were young. Did anybody else enjoy the intensity of Cindy and Brenda's fight? Me. I like, did. The, did you like it was the acting was the acting was phenomenal. But so good. It. It just, I cried. Like, I felt the emotion from both angles, like the mother-daughter aspect. And yeah. I thought that was nice that it was incorporated. Yeah, I know whenever I get goosebumps that something is, like, going on real. And that scene gave me goosebumps because uh, Shannon's acting in that scene was so good. And Carol Potter was so believable as Cindy. And I just believed that she was feeling all these Lonely. feelings that she didn't have anybody yeah. to talk to about. And Brenda was feeling the same way, but they just couldn't quite connect in that moment for whatever reason, mother-daughter energy or whatever it was. But it it was, it was very moving. When I was young, I didn't connect to that scene. Um, I was kidding earlier. I did watch it. But (laughs) now as a mom and having two daughters, you definitely start to be like, wow. And I, I mean, I kind of love their relationship that they have. It's really nice um, 
you know, like communication wasn't always a thing in my household growing up. So seeing the relationship that Brenda and Cindy has, so seeing the relationship Brenda and Cindy have and even Jim Walsh and Brandon and just like how much they talk to their kids and communicate, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. So I definitely took a page out of their book when I became a parent, I think. It like stayed with me, Mm -hmm. the Walshes. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted to be a Walsh. Yeah. I did. I wanted to hang out in that kitchen. I did hang out in that kitchen. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) I I wanted to go back when I watched the episode. I was like, I want to go back to that kitchen and just sit at that table and watch watch Carol Potter eat all the prop food. I want to be there again. (laughs) (laughs) Can you explain that? Okay. We we used to do a lot of scenes where like family dinner scenes where we were all sitting around a table or all around a party tray of food and they give you food that's it's real but it's prop food meaning it has to match for every take so if you eat some they have to be able to like replenish it so Mm. that it looks the way it did in the beginning and they usually spray prop food with like a glistening agent to make it shinier and prettier. still edible yeah ish and Carol was known amongst the kids. That would be us at the time. We would always be like, oh, my God, Carol's, e- Carol's eating all the food. And prop <laughs> the prop guys would come in and they would just be getting so annoyed. And she'd be like, oh, this is good. And like during rehearsal, remember? <laughs> during rehearsal. Yeah. yeah you like- never eat the prop food during rehearsal. <laughs> right. No. And I mean, uh, us being young and like, you know, not wanting to eat on camera anyway, like, because you're like, oh, do I have food in my teeth? Am I going to be saying a line? Because it was new for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you you didn't just like, ah, on camera. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> could, could, you, could you feel that one? Could you see it? Yeah, um, it? But she did. She went for it. But yeah, sometimes they would like, we hadn't gotten to a first take yet and they'd have to complete. I, I like that you said replenish. Replenish <laughs> the, the props. And and then they were like, oh, and didn't Ross? Ross was our prop guy. He'd be Ross. like, I'm, I'm going to spray it with something else. And she yeah. Do it. Ross like, and Barbie, it. they were like, she's going to get diarrhea. And then Gretchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, back to back to But it wasn't a acting. bad thing. I mean, that's what you're no. supposed to do. She you was know? in the no, moment. I love it. She was in the moment. But she was, I'd never appreciated her acting abilities. I never appreciated her contribution to the show when we were filming it because I was young and it was all about me and us and the the kids, you know? Right. In my mind, it, I just wasn't developed enough to think outside of my little box. And mm-hmm. now watching it, I find myself wanting more scenes with Carol and wanting Jim and Cindy to talk to each other about yeah. stuff. Like, but because they don't. And jumping ahead in the episode, when, when they're sitting on the couch, you think that there's going to be a nice moment there, but it, there isn't. It, Jim ends up getting a a lovely blue tracksuit from somewhere. <laughs> they send him a tracksuit, which I was really into that tracksuit. And and Cindy, and Cindy gets mad because she thought it was a present for her. And then right. Brenda comes in or Brandon comes in and ruins the whole thing. So you don't get to like see what's going on. Times have changed so much that nowadays on like their storyline would be something. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. They would have dates. It would be a centric storyline, not just the kids. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for us because we're at that age now. So, I think, I think that if in future episodes, they do kind of delve into the mom mm-hmm. and dad world a little bit. And maybe that wasn't what they wanted the show to be. Or they, right. you know, that's not what the viewers wanted. So they kind of kept 
gradually going back to the just the kids all the time. You see the bond with them, obviously, with their kids on camera. Were they like that off camera? Did all of you guys bond with them? With Jim and Cindy? Yeah. James was closer. Jim and Cindy, yeah. James Eckhouse, I feel like he was like with the boys hanging. Like he mm-hmm. was really, really cool. Um, Carol was cool, but she mm-hmm. kind of would do her own thing and, you know, go to her dressing room and read. And um, I feel like James would always be like hanging out with Jason and Luke and like talking. Aww. Like he was like, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I feel like we didn't really hang out with either, either of, of them. them. Yeah. No. I don't even remember where they were kept. Like, you know, where we were, they all... were kept. Oh, here we, <laughs> we go were again because we, we weren't were allowed out the, of that the, set. Yeah, we were <laughs> rape motel. Um, we, <laughs> we were kept up in our little boxes, but I don't remember where their boxes were. <laughs> they were up until this point. They were only they were the only two adults, I guess, until well, the peach were pit. they? I mean, you know, Gabrielle yeah. was older. Than us. Well, she did, that doesn't her. count. I don't consider she's her the, not, one she's of the adults. One of the kids. <laughs> she was, but she didn't really engage in all the shenanigans that went on at set. She was like, okay, cool, you guys. I'm going to go do my thing. Uh, yeah, that's true. And we'd be all like, ah. She was a little more mature than us. Going out. Yeah. <laughs> was she? Yeah. She was, yeah. She was the dead mom. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Always took on that den mom role. She's Which so, now she's not. Yeah. Like, no, she likes to wow out. <laughs> well, when you we guys did BH nine on two and O and her storyline was like, wow. <laughs> but seriously, just on a friend level, there's friends that are, you know, even sometimes four or five years, it makes a difference when you're young, right? Yeah. So now it's all balanced. Like we went back to BH nine oh two and O and the three of us were like hanging out and having mm-hmm. drinks. And I was like, Gab is the coolest person ever. I've known her my whole life. But like this was a side we didn't share before. And now all of a sudden it was all equal. And it was so nice. It was. It was. Well, the age difference when you're teenagers as opposed to people that are in their 20s, that's night and day. She loves her vodka. Wow. <laughs> she is Gab a proponent of, of the vodka. Yeah. yeah. What's your guys' drink? I mean, we're drinking it right now. Red and wine. Always wine? Um, I like vodka or wine. That that okay. would be my, yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Cindy want to hire a maid? Or, and how did that come to be? Did Jim hire her for Cindy and didn't tell her? Or Either that or like the company this. did and like he forgot to, that was it. He forgot to tell her because I remember he said in the episode. <laughs> she just shows up. Why did the, yeah. why the company hire? I'm confused. I Sorry. Don't. Because that's what you do in Beverly Hills. You get a you get a housekeeper. You get a maid, right? I don't know. Like you just get a free one. Well, they just they show up at your doorstep. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> also in this episode, Brandon and blows off his job and shows up uh, goes to dinner or something with Dylan, right? And they end up at what becomes the Peach Pit. Mm-hmm. It is the peach pit. It doesn't look like the peach pit on the outside, but when they were inside in the scene, it looks exactly like it's, it's always looked. And there's Nat. There was Nat behind the counter. Oh, Joey Tata. Joey Tata. Oh now, Joey Tata, time. I will say, he never stayed with the parents. He always was right up in there with the kids. <laughs> was he not? <laughs> He was. He was so fun. And, and he just, he was good fun on a Friday night 
once we were of age, <laughs> he, he would have a suitcase. Good job clarifying. <laughs> Not a, a problem. Bar. <laughs> a bar in his suitcase. He had a bar in his suitcase. And, and once we were all legal age, uh, Friday nights, peach pit after dark, any scenes at the peach pit and so on were good times. Oh, that's good to know. He was but right it just across the hall When you me. see him, don't you? Don't When you see him, don't you just feel like oh, everything's going to be okay. There's Nat. There's yeah. some pie. Everything's going to be okay. And that's where he's Brandon, so, that's so where Brandon starts show. working at the Peach Pit, right? So the Peach mm-hmm. Pit, I don't know the full story, but it was inspired by a famous restaurant in L.A. called The Apple Pan. Which is known for pies and burgers? Exactly. Okay. Because <laughs> exactly. they go there for pie, which makes sense. Yeah. And then it starts evolving into, it's like a diner. It literally yeah. is a diner with a bar. It's like verbatim apple pan, and they turned it into the peach pit. And that always happens with shows. They find like a central hub that all the crew, all the cast can congregate at and be mm-hmm. in all the scenes together. And that was our that was our coffee shop. That was our, you know, friends had the coffee shop. That was our shop. central we park. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. knew that it would become so iconic? I feel like to us at the time, it was just like, oh, this is like a 50s diner. I like. Was right. that food real? Okay. They, no. The French fries that were real. They gave us real French fries. That was nice. The burgers. I were never real. ate one of those. I never ate a burger though. Did you? <gasps> um, I don't remember. Um, okay. but I, I, I didn't, didn't know this. Ian told me that the burgers were from Fat Burger down the street. I Interesting. That. I believe that. Did you ever go to those little um, candy machines in the corner of the Peach Pit? Yeah, you know, the kind you put a little dollar or like a coin in and turn it, and the the goodies come out. Did the you get thing. what I got? Did you eat what you got? You did. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Tori, like you can't nod your head. <laughs> she got maggots. Mag. She got maggots with her twenty five cents. This the food in I... them had been sitting there for so long. It was like petrified, and there was maggots in it. <laughs> we didn't know. Omg. Well, I'm gonna throw up. I think they were like peanuts or something or candy. It was something. Of course I did. Aww. I was probably distracted. Brian was probably like, oh, look at your furry face. And I was like, what? Oh my God. And like ate it. And then I was like, oh, maggots. I'm eating maggots. You didn't fall for that, did How are, you? You didn't even notice. Nah, probably not. Good protein, though. Does anybody out there know what Nat's last name on the show was? Do you know, Tor? I do, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Boo, boos, boosicio, boosic, boo. Nat Busicio. 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 B u s s i c h i o. You can say whatever you want. I mean, he. Was it never well, used because nobody no. could pronounce it? <laughs> I wonder what, like, why it's would such they a give tough him such name? a complicated name? Yeah. Like, why? We, why? We've gotten why? this trivia before over the years and we never can say it or no. Like, oh, it's, that's funny. And we just kind of know it because we've gotten this trivia asked of us. Like, Nat, why why give that name? It must have been somebody's name. Well, no, I can't put a real person's name. I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. They just wanted to mess with us. Remember why Willie? We- Who's Willie? Oh, yeah. You see Willie back on the, on the grill behind Nat at the Peach Pit. The guy, the cook. Like, 
He works there. He He's the cook. He passed away this year. I know. That oh. was, uh, we were all, we loved Willie. And who else worked there at oh. the Peach Bit? Oh my God. What's his real name? Now I feel terrible. I remember, I remember a blonde woman named Nadine. Oh she my God. Remember? Mm-hmm. <gasps> How did I just remember? So when that? you say wow. these people, were they? Uh, I'm I'm confused. Were they actors or were they actual yeah. cooks that were hired to? They weren't cooks. Okay, so they were actors. No, they were actors. Uh, they just they were always yeah. in the peach pit. Whenever we went there, <laughs> they were there already. Like it's like they lived there. Yeah, it was like uh, okay, who's the 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 guy that loves Rachel at Central Perk, and he never ever talked to. Until Gunther. Gunther. So seasons Gunther. later, they gave mm-hmm. him a line or two. They were like that, which I think they did give Willie and Nadine eventually a line or two here and there. But they were just like always there all the seasons. So as Wesley, an actor, is that considered? That's name? not a full-time job, I'm assuming. Or is it for some? He was there every episode. Yeah, whenever oh, we were right? shooting in the yeah. peach pit, was yeah. they were on deck for sure. So I like that. Episode makes three. It like, you know consistent we yeah. we meet the peach pit for the first time it's it's debuted to the world have you guys seen any of the episodes besides the pilot at this point or no you mean in real time back then in real time when you guys were filming no Mm-mm. no we were just flying even, blind had we seen the pilot yeah i don't even know if we'd seen the probably seen the pilot i don't think so i'm not sure because mm-hmm. nothing had aired when we were filming episode three when does but, it air? How many episodes until you start airing stuff? I don't know. I can go by my nose and I turned 16 <laughs> in May. So we definitely filmed the pilot before May. And after May, we definitely filmed the first episode. And then it didn't premiere till October, right? October. Yes, because mm-hmm. this one was October 18th, 1990. And why are you laughing, Jenny? Because <laughs> she said I can go by my She's nose. Like, Shut like, the that's like her barometer. That's her barometer of like the, the thing, her events in her life. I was distracted by your nails. <laughs> you put your finger. Yeah, like they're this. still on you guys. Listen, listen. <laughs> your witch nails on right now. She she puts them in our face just to piss me off. I think. No, you know I talk up. with my hands, and don't see. I don't see your eyes going to my hands. <laughs> you guys, I'm a hand talker. I love it. But you have nails right now for a role you're doing. So we get it. Yes. Wait, I was going to say, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so what? I, I usually go back in my life and um, access dates by pregnancies because I've had so many. But yeah. <laughs> True. Pregnancies and plastic <laughs> surgery. There we go. Oh, gosh. That's a joke. <gasps> you guys, that's a joke. Oh, great lesson for all the kids out there. <laughs> Wait, I have a funny line that I remember from this episode yeah, that, I, so that I remember loving. It's a Kelly line, and it's about Tiffany, and she says, klepto, nympho, all the O's. Isn't that funny? I don't know. I That's funny. That. Klepto, nympho, there was an, all the There was O's. one that I liked. Um, it was from Tiffany, and she goes, why don't you just go back to mommy, Brenda? Ouch. When you were outside. You had a lot yeah. of good zingers. If you were in the episode, Tori, there'd be so many more. I know. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I guess we Let's just had to have those two. <laughs> if I was there, it was only, it would have been my, well, aside from the pilot, my second episode if I was there. So I would have just been, you know, saying hi still. <laughs> 
you remember really the scene? High. Do, you, do you remember? You weren't there. I'm asking you if you remember, but you watched it. Do you remember the scene when um, Tiffany is being filmed by David Silver and she goes, I know what you want. And she takes off her dress <gasps> in the school. Hello. And, and then the best part of that scene is, is when David just drops out of frame. This like is he faints. Reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Because that's so what any much. teenage boy would do if that happened, because that just didn't happen in I, school. Uh, no, that got me. I was like, wait, what is happening? Well, we need to take a break and we'll come right back. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts crafted with NASA-developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts are a must have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature regulating performance wear. 90210 OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. 
Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. High Five Casino. Oh my gosh, we have Hi. the lovely Robin Lively on. Oh my gosh. Robin. Hey, oh my gosh. Does she, do she you not was, age? She, she doesn't exactly age, right? I was just going to say that. <laughs> so we just, saw, we saw each other, well, a year ago now, right? Yeah, yeah. I heart yeah. read it. Yeah. So, and she doesn't age. She looks exactly the same in person. Those yeah. are so sweet. Not I was fair. thinking of you. I just, I, <laughs> Jenny, how are Hi. you? Hi. Oh my God. How long has it been since I've seen you? I mean, I haven't would seen it be so back to long. the OG like, where we met? Yes. Probably, oh well, probably on set. Probably on set was probably the last time I saw you. Wow. We did a movie together when we were, didn't we? Were we in the same movie? I'm really trying to figure this out because I was in a movie called Teen Angel, and you were right. in a movie called Teen Angel. Of course. Yes. Was it the same movie? Of course it was. Remember, <laughs> we were in Utah, and that's how we met. That's when the, the three of us met, 89. Crazy. She she, yeah. she does not have a good memory. This is no reflection on you. She literally, <laughs> she like, it's really great that she even remembered meeting you on that movie. Let's just say that. Oh my she God. Knew. You knew. I, I knew we had worked together. Absolutely. I just couldn't figure out what it was, but oh my yeah, God, we shot that in Utah. Angel. It was, it was like a year before you guys started doing 90210 and it That's, was on that. Show. And is that when mm-hmm. you and Jason started dating from that movie or you became friends? Yes. Yeah, we started dating then. Yeah. How crazy that the three of you were on that a year before 90210. That's insane. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Weird. It was, it was insane. That w- and you, yeah. how old were you when you and Jason met and started going out? Uh, I was, I was 17. 17. How Ooh. old was he? And Jason, oh. Jason was 19, but he, he was, he was so younger old. than he told all of us. <laughs> he was Remember so that? Yes. So secretive. so secretive. I was like, I'm like, how old are you? Oh, no, he wouldn't tell me. And then I, I ended up seeing his license and he was so mad. I was like, who cares? Like, he was almost 20 at the time. But, you know. That's how it happened yeah. for us, too. He, we didn't ever know how old he was until I think really? it was Shannon stole his wallet one day when yeah. we were on a break. Yes. And, and we all, like, hovered around and <laughs> really? looked at his license to find out his real oh, age. Oh, that's so mad. Oh, so and bad. we assumed, like, why wouldn't he tell us? So everyone assumed, like, he was older and trying to play younger because of it. And then Ian was like, dude, who, like, a- like wants to age yeah. themselves up? Exactly. Like- <laughs> exactly. 
he was the same then, you guys, like the exact same. And I think I did the same thing. I think I actually took his wallet and, and looked because I was so curious. Well, you you deserve the right to know you were like exclusively dating him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how, well, even though you guys met before, that's how we came back around and that's how Robin and I met is she was dating Jason Priestley when we started 90210. Right. That's all right. we knew was Jason yeah. and Robin. Whoa. So you yeah. dated him pre, like fame, pre-stardom. Oh. Well, Sis- wait, really- Sister Kate? It was during Sister Kate. So it was actually a year before 90210 and then a year into it. So it was such a drastic shift in everything. The dynamics were just like, and we were so young at the time, you know, and try and, and I, I honestly, like, I feel for him for, for hanging into the relationship as long as we did, because that had to have been so hard. Um, it was life altering. That fame was crazy. As you guys well know, it was, uh, it was a phenomenon and it was interesting for me to be on the outside of it, but looking in and seeing it happen and him being just this young, you know, gorgeous kid from, from Canada, from Vancouver. And he was, you know, he had, he had done a couple of projects, but no one knew who he was at the time. So, um, it was very interesting to, to have that, that massive shift. Like I'd never seen anything like it. Um, yeah. Did you guys live together? Were you living together when, when he no, started we ne- doing No, we never lived together. We discussed it, but that was, um, that was something that I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I, I decided early on that I didn't want to do that because I had seen it, you know, around me when people did that. And it was so much harder to exit a relationship if you did that. And so, so I, I just, oh my gosh, we I, have, were- I have a question. Sorry. I'm going to f- ask a question. I have no idea. It's just because I watched the unauthorized version of 90210 on Lifetime, and I didn't even know this happened. Is it true? Did Jason live with Brad Pitt? I don't think they lived together. No, but I, I mean, I was in there and I was like, what? Yeah, I don't think, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I, I, we all hung out together a lot and that's how I met Brad. Gosh, you guys, I remember being, um, Oh, talk about Brad Pitt. Yeah, let's talk about Brad. So, um, Jason and I had just started dating. He was doing Sister Kate and, he threw a surprise birthday party for me and his roommate, Dave. I'm sure you guys know Dave, Cheryl. Yes. Um, so Dave was dating Hannah Catron at the time. Hannah was on Sister Kate. And so they threw a dual surprise party for the two of us. And there was Brad Pitt, who was not Brad Pitt at the time. Was he on Knox Landing yet? I don't know. Okay. I just remember Sorry. being like, who is that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he was just, he was gorgeous. He was absolutely gorgeous and super I mean, nice. most women would say that about the man you were dating, but you were like, well, who I is that? That's not I hear you, copy Jason. that. Yeah, copy that. Jason was, you know, absolutely gorgeous, as you guys know. In fact, I was, I would always look at him and be like, I don't know if I really like the fact that he's so much more beautiful than me. Like, he's so gorgeous. I'm like, this is this okay? I don't know. <laughs> Those uh, eyes, woman they... who is totally gorgeous. But yes, I yeah. we're all we're all girls here. We get that. Yeah, Those absolutely. eyes. Did you ever get over? Did the eyes ever get easier to look at, or were they just always like those eyes? I don't care what he's saying or doing. Those eyes. Uh, it was always the eyes, right? You guys, it's uh. so funny. Well, Jen, I, I mean, Tori, you know, do you guys know that um, that I auditioned for nine hundred two one zero? And was offered the role of Andrea 
before Jason actually what? was. Yes. I know my dad loved you. He loved you so I much. Love your dad. He Beyond, loved you. I was. It was so wonderful to get to work with him. He is. He. He. In this industry, he was in a class of his own. He was so wonderful, as you know, and I, I loved him so much. So I was so happy to get to go on to do Savannah, but um, and work with him. But yeah, I auditioned for Andrea before Jason went in, and I passed on it. I met with your dad and loved him, but I passed because I was like, at that point, I kept playing the same role of the, the underdog. And I was just like, yeah, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do this role anymore. And I, I loved the role of the sister, but Shannon was already playing the role. So I ended up passing and then Jason went in and got it. And honestly, like to this day, I feel totally fine with that decision because I can't imagine the breakup was hard enough on its own because mm. he was really my first love you know we were mm. I was so young and he was so young and we were crazy about each other and it was just it was a lot it was a lot for a relationship for two people that were that young yeah um, can you imagine if you guys were on set together and oh that would have been no, rough no honestly like it would have been so horribly painful and so terrible I can't imagine I dated a guy that that I worked, that I was working with on Savannah, and it was a night. Who did you date? Robin Lively. Who oh, David date? Gale. You guys know David. Yes, he was on, on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say it was a. Nightmare. It was a nightmare. Was, Go ahead. Just, <laughs> it was really hard, you guys. It was. We should save this for off the podcast. But you know, he was great. He was great, and and but it was just tough because it forced. Us, I think, to stay together long than we, longer than we ever should have should have. And my dad always said to me, "Robin, don't ever fish off the company pier." And I was like, "Too late, I already did that." That's so, such that's a like, great saying. That's I've like, never don't. That's like, that. don't where you eat. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's right. But the dad don't version. Okay. don't fish yeah. off the company you pier. Guys, you guys, yeah, you guys. <laughs> Didn't Tori? You dated Brian, though. Was uh, here? I'm asking you questions now. <laughs> was that hard? Uh, we haven't gotten there at this point in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll when we that. do, it's going to be the girl's version of what dating was and the boy's version because he totally. said she said is always different in each other's minds. But yeah. Um. You know what I want to ask? I want to ask from your perspective. Obviously, you said like, you know, life altering for him. Everything blew up like and we know, but we don't know because it was very different for the boys, specifically for Jason and Luke. And I would love to hear from your perspective, like behind the scenes at home, what was it like for Jason? Because Jason to this day still says that he has a hard time going to shopping malls because of his experiences. He has, oh, really? like, PTSD? Yes. yes. Oh, my, you guys, that's so insane. We well, didn't know that. And he told us no. last summer, like, he said it took him till his daughter was at a certain age and, like, to go again because he just oh, couldn't gosh. do it. Yeah. Well, I guess I do hold a very special position here, knowing Jason before and then Jason a year into it, yeah. when it was like everything was blowing up. But um, as you guys know, he is so wonderful, and he was so wonderful to me, and um, I loved him with my entire being. Um, and he, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so first loves, was, I know I, they, they, they aren't they special, special place. They really, honestly, they do. And, um, 
Yeah. So this is a, this is an interesting story. So I had been in this industry my whole life since I was a child and um, we would go to events and things and you know how they're like, Oh, let's get a photo with Rob, you know, Robin. Okay. Robin and Jason. Okay. Jason, will you step out of the way, please? And then they wanted just singles of me mm-hmm. and whatever. No big deal. I didn't, I didn't think anything about it, but then obviously nine or two happens and everything was like, I, we would be driving down the road and girls would just start screaming and screaming. And I'm like, Oh, this is so weird. This is so hard. Mm-hmm. I, this feels so yeah. awful. I don't like this. And I mean, I felt insecure about it because I, I just thought how, how much pressure that must, must be for him and how tempting that must be for him to be like, Oh, he could have literally anybody he wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. So we went from having the sweetest, like most trusting and wonderful relationship to I think a lot of insecurities and I would sit there and watch, we'd go to like meetings with um, people from people magazine and they would just be all up in his business. Oh, you're so wonderful. You're so this. And I would just sit on the outside watching and I'm just like, uh, I can't do this. This is so hard. But Jason, his, his life got so busy and um, I suddenly was, I loved his publicist. We were all like a little family, but then it became very, uh, it was, I was invited less and less to red carpet events. Um, they wanted him to have the image of, of mm-hmm. a single guy. And that yeah. was really hurtful for me. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And like I said, we were so young and Jason handled it the best he could. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was hard. It was really hard. And then to break up and then have to go into the store and see him plaster on every magazine cover oh my was... God horrible you're breaking my heart robin lively oh you're super happy and everything worked out for you so yes yes. yeah you know what it does it does and and honestly like it it does like we i jason and i have said the same thing you know like his family is so beautiful and so wonderful and mine as well but you know you'll always have a special place are you still close with them I feel like no, I no, I no, 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 no. But I feel like I saw I saw on Instagram his sister had posted and you commented or something and yeah, no, we're we're friends. Look at me stalking everyone's Instagram. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, we are friends, but I we don't. It's not like we talk all the time. But if something comes up and I go, if I have a question or you know, we don't hesitate to reach out. But it's not like oh hey, let's you know, we don't hang out as families, but we should. Um, I've never met his wife. I think she's absolutely stunning. And you would adore her. She's, she's lo- literally she's, the nicest human you've yeah, ever met. She seems like it. She really does. She seems like it. Their family's so, so beautiful and so Clearly sweet. he has so good cool. taste in women. Like no, really nice women. No, every and yeah. I mean, Thanks. we're obviously friends with Christina Lee and they were together for years yeah. and she's yeah. just a good person. He does. He has really good taste in women. Okay. Good. Well, thank you. Proud of a brother. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting to hear your perspective because I never thought of it that way. I just, you yeah. know, we were young yeah. and it was like, okay, Jason's with Robin and we love you and we saw you. And, and then you guys weren't together and we never heard the story. I'm sure the guys did. Mm-hmm. We weren't privy to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, but to hear it from the young girl's perspective of going out with someone that has insta fame and all of a sudden you have oh, her there i wouldn't be able to handle that i that just gave uh, me all the feels yeah. of going back to my teen years and being jealous yeah. yes like jen it and i went through like first loves like together and it was hard then i can't imagine 
my first love being Jason Priestley, who was like the biggest star in the world at the time. Like that's insane. Yeah. Right. And and it was just I wouldn't be able to deal with it. No, it was so terrible. And to be that young and like um impressionable and it was such formidable years for me during that time. And um I was oh gosh, seventeen to nineteen. Um and then to, to have to deal with the the pain of it on its own yeah. and then to have to be exposed to all of that constantly was it I think it prolonged it for me it was just like I couldn't get past it for so long not that I couldn't get over him but it was just the the ouch of it all you know the hurt mm-hmm. of it all was like because it was everywhere it was yeah. you guys were everywhere so suffice and, to uh, say you didn't watch Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> uh, I did it for a while. Yeah. For a while I did not That's okay. You have a really good excuse. I'm good with that. Yeah. We're all fine yeah, with that. You know, I, I loved you guys and I loved the show and I felt so much a part of it because I knew all of you and adored you all. So it was that was also hard for me. Um, but I ended up watching it because I did love it. I loved it so much. What did you think when he wrote about it in his book? Um that was very, very, it was very surprising. It was, took me by surprise because I did not know that that was happening. I had absolutely no clue. I heard that the book came out and then one of my friends said, oh, I'm sure he's written about you. And I said, no, he would, I'm sure he would have told me or I, I doubt it. And then I saw, they screenshotted an interview with him and there was my photo with him on the set of Teen Angel, Denny, as you know, Teen Angel. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, what? And so I immediately, I'm like, I need this book. I need to see, what did he say? What did he say about me? It was I, all like, good though, right? It was all good. It was so, yeah, all good, mm-hmm. all good. And I'm sure that's why he didn't say anything to me about it, but it couldn't have been kinder um, for sure. But I was like, could not get the book fast enough. <laughs> Robin, I can't, first of all, I can't believe how gorgeous you look. You're just well. Ex- I think the exactly, same about you. And I'm not saying that. I'm you not either. So- you're just a really pretty woman. You must be you're very so happy. Sweet. I like that. Thank you so much. Thank you, you so much. It. I'm you so happy it. with you. You too. Thanks for being on our show. Oh, it's just my absolute pleasure, guys. We should get together at some point. I miss you guys genuinely. I do. I know. When we can get together, let's do that. Let's do that. That would have been so much more fun to have seen you guys and given you hugs. Mm. Um. I love being a part of this. It was really, really fun. Thanks, Robin. Good to see you. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my God. She is so cute. I'm not going to lie. I was a huge fan of Teen Witch. Me too. I I don't want to say it, but that's all I saw the entire time we were talking to her. (laughs) Right? Me too. It's Teen Witch. She looks the same. Um, She's a beautiful woman. She is. And she's an insane acting family. I don't know if Mm -hmm. anyone knows. Like, her sister is Blake Lively. Yeah. That's like her baby sister, right? And um and that's yeah, that's crazy because she's married to Ryan Reynolds, who I uh named my dog after. His name is Arthur Bear Reynolds because he's <laughs> the love child of Aww. me and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I love, Do you remember I the song him. from Teen Witch? Like no. I wanna be the most popular girl. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, no, but God. keep singing. I like this. <laughs> yeah. More. Do more. No, that's it. That's it. It makes sense now that we saw a little like insight into uh, Jason's love life of an ex because an ex comes back in ne- the next week's episode. I said the word next a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we, so you, in next week's episode. In next week's episode, 
Brandon's ex-girlfriend comes to visit. So it's kind of full circle that we just talked to Robin. About Jason's ex. Now I want to hear. Now I want to hear Jason's side. Like I wonder, was she his first love, and and was he conflicted? Like I want to think, like romance never dies. Like, I want to think he was conflicted. Like, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest star in the world. Like, I keep saying the world. Like, <laughs> like uh, it was I'm, the world. I'm such a big like star now, and like every woman wants me. But I have the love of my life. Like, what do I do? Like, did he? Well, feel he was conflicted? young. He was so I know, young. I mean. I feel like they were both so young. She made it seem like he felt conflicted. I know she did. Mm-hmm. I would, I'm sure he, I mean, yeah, he always spoke so fondly of her. But it's just different from a boy and a girl's perspective. It always is, no matter what age you're at. Was yeah. it really that bad? Or I wouldn't say bad, but was it that intense when you guys would go to the mall or go anywhere publicly? Did Like, did he get mobbed? Like, I'm trying to, like, picture what I, it was yes. like for you guys. Yes, it, like Tori said, it was worse for the guys because yeah. they became these instant heartthrobs. Uh huh. But I can that's remember the word I've been looking for heartthrobs. Yeah, I, I can remember one time uh, Fox booked Luke and me into an appearance, and this might be wrong, but I think it was at a zoo, <laughs> which kind of makes sense. <laughs> um, but I, I can remember the frenzy and the just chaos that came about and how they had to like extract us from the zoo. And we were going through back cages and trying to figure out an, a way out where we couldn't, we wouldn't get hurt because people were going nuts and it was scary. And there was like the infamous story about Luke and Jason in a mall, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. this story. Yeah. Things the- got so crazy the stage was getting like crowded it was like beetles Mm -hmm. yeah that they had to take them out in like a laundry basket or like a they had to hide them and get them out of there rolling like in the movies like when people hide from somebody that's what they had to do so I just remember I remember coming in Monday morning and like all the whisperings in the dressing room we would hear about and we were like what happened it was like (laughs) not just like imagine coming back to school after the weekend and you're all talking about like the drama that happened like I went to this party and this boy like we had real drama (laughs) we would come back on Monday and it was like oh my gosh Like Luke Perry and Jason Priestley had to be smuggled out of a mall because the fans were like, they were worried about them because there were so many people so excited. They were worried they would get injured and it was on the news and it was like insane. Yeah, that first season was insane. And I just have so many vivid memories of being at appearances, being like on display and trying to do what I was supposed to do and being scared for my life and just looking out into a sea of people. And they were all so excited. And so the energy was just so frenzied. It, it was really scary. And I that happened a lot in the, in the beginning. Yeah. Would you second guess going out just to run an errand at that point? Yeah. I mean, it affected me differently, I think, than I, I, of course, took it extreme. And I sort of got like agoraphobic where I wouldn't, I couldn't leave the house. Like I was not interested in leaving the safety of my home whether I'd go to work and go home and that was it and that's how we had our first life wife date 
which you don't remember. <gasps> so no, I remember. I became, remember. You you leaned on each other. We for became support. friends, and we decided like we we were going to have our first like kind of you know friend get together outside Hang of work, out. <laughs> and it was crazy. So we couldn't do anything, but we had DIY in in common. So we actually, you were the first person to take me to Michael's, which is like my oasis of life now. (laughs) And we went to Michael's and you taught me how to hook a rug and we sat in your house and we, we were probably like in rocking chairs. We were seeing our future as old women in rocking chairs. See? (laughs) Just hooking. Clearly laid out. (laughs) Yeah. Those were the days. Which people would think, I mean, we did go out and have times at clubs and stuff, but like it's that memory of being with you in your in your house and learning how to hook a rug and just becoming friends with you that I cherish the most rather than any moment going out to like a club or a restaurant at that age. Oh, it's just funny to me that I taught you how to hook a rug. What am I like a <laughs> pilgrim? <laughs> I'm a settler on the porch. Like, Where did I get these you're skills? Because t- <laughs> you're a crafter and I'm a crafter and that's like amongst other things, what we bonded over. (laughs) And you were like, have you ever hooked a rug? And I was doing like decoupage and stuff like that. It was very in then. I was like, I've never hooked a rug. And you're like, I'll show you. And you showed me. When you guys started going to clubs, were you able to just walk up or and you guys had tables? Like you didn't have to do anything, right? They just let you right in, I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm like, come on, that's the dream when you're that age. Yeah, you get, you kind of go in the back door, you go in a side door, don't, yeah, it's very um, exclusive feeling, if that's that's what you're after. Well, when I moved to LA, I would stand outside of a club right when they opened at 10 a.m. and just see a bunch of people get lit in before me, and it was just like, you know, very different from my LA experience. (laughs) We were always with a boyfriend. We were with a boyfriend who became your husband and a boyfriend I didn't stay with. But they became friends. So we, I, I feel like when we went out on the scene, it wasn't just like girls going out. Mm. We were always with guys. Like it was – do you remember going to see Lenny Kravitz? I want to say yes, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like she's big into music and her first <laughs> husband was a drummer. A drummer, right? Yeah. Very so she was like big into the music scene mm-hmm. and that was different for me. I never like – I never dated a musician ever. And so, you know, like we went to concerts and stuff and I remember I was scared of concerts and hated them but I wanted to like go with Jen and we went to Lenny Kravitz concert. We Did we have fun? It sounds like jeans. a good time. We wore bodysuit like matching bodysuits and jeans. I just remember that. <laughs> Aww. Well, that's one thing we haven't discussed is the fashion from this episode. (laughs) Because you saw MC Hammer pants. You saw the big blazers. Brian's blazers were like out of control like the first few episodes. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. He had a cool look, though. I really liked it. Because he had like concert tees on and his little jeans. And jackets, he just and he had jewelry. He looked really cute. But there was a whole broad spectrum of different looks for different types of people on the show, for sure. I like I Brenda's outfits in this episode. I I thought she looked super cute with like she had blazers and little scrunchy socks and 
um, mm-hmm. little loafers. Socks. They're back in. Yeah. I just bought a pair. Remember no, those socks? Really? Am, I, Remember am them? I too old? The white scrunchy ones? Yeah. They were called like made by Eric or something. I just don't remember the the name Eric socks. Am I too old to wear them now? She's going to say yes. I'm not going to comment. Sis? Well, scrunchies have made a comeback. My kids wear them. My kids wear scrunchy Mm -hmm. socks. Yeah. The whole everything. The slouchy backpacks. I remember having one of those when I saw them in this episode. I didn't, back under- oh my God, I didn't really understand the the hat though the hat choices uh, Very, but it, like remember blossom i feel like <laughs> that it was a blossom era like those hats yeah. were in and flowers yeah. and like uh-huh. yeah i know when people talk about floral being in i'm like we did that decades ago <laughs> but really it was probably being repeated from like a previous time right. That's Always what's is. maddening, you guys. Like, remember when we were young and we'd wear, like, 70s clothes and we'd be like, oh, we're getting vintage stuff. It's so cool. And yeah. our parents would be like, uh, yeah, we wore that and 60s <laughs> yeah. stuff. And we're like, we don't know what you're talking about. It's that feeling now. Like, now, now that's happening. Back in and we're like, mm-hmm. it's happening. And you're, you become – you feel old. It's just like when your parents had to read yeah. a menu with, with reading glasses and now with we have glasses. to. Like, it's just like – Or when the music ugh. is too loud and you're like, turn that racket <laughs> down. Yes, I can't. Oh my god! Beat you kids listen to these days. And you hear your parent, and you're like, "Uh "Oh, it's happening! It just came out of my mouth." We're no never going with short hair, though. I'm not gonna say never. Like a short right now? No, no. I mean, like, I will literally physically hold you down if you ever go to get like a short grandma do. Like, you're never doing that. (laughs) grandma long do. hair to the end long <laughs> hair to the end it's so much work you had short hair in the series at some point right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we did. Did. both of you we did oh yet. we'll get to that yeah mine was yeah, an accident she, hers was she, on purpose <laughs> yeah we'll get to this <laughs> many hair so much more to, to get cover. to yeah well i think that's about it you guys right for this yeah. episode anyway you yeah. covered it we covered it. What's next? Next episode. <gasps> That's right. That's your homework, guys. Watch the next episode so we can chat about it. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA-developed Outlast Technology temperature-regulating shirts from Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA-approved Outlast technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature, so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experience less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics. Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping.
Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavour to revolutionise the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions and all out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 